What's going on, everybody? Scott Hogan coming at you here. Welcome back to the Legion of Birdies podcast. We've got a special episode with you here today. We have Josh and Danny from Trolls Golf Club that we are going to be speaking with. And I think this is something that caught my eye. I've been seeing a lot of their stuff on social media where it's like, what the heck is this? And it's got something to do with NFTs, cryptocurrency, all of that stuff that, you know, is becoming more and more prevalent. I've seen more and more companies, uh, you know, big companies, Nike, McDonald's, you know, we've seen stuff with like Tom Brady, they're all getting involved, which definitely opens my eyes as to what's going on with it. So Trolls has something I think really interesting and actually kind of changed my opinion about NFTs because you can have an NFT that is tied to an actual contract and an actual asset, like a tangible thing, not just something digital. And uh, yeah, they're going to tell us all about it. So without further ado, let's uh, let's join Josh and Danny. All right, guys, uh, we are here. We are having a very special guest tonight. We have a special episode. We're doing something a little new on the channel. We're going live here at Scott Hogan Golf. Um, we are going to be having uh, a couple of guests from a new venture in the golf world that I think is really, really cool. Uh, it's something that I've been involved with slightly um, in my world, um, but it's something I know is getting bigger and you're hearing more and more about it. Uh, so we'll go more into that. Um, we have from Trolls Golf Club, we have Josh Bricker and Danny DeRue, who are going to talk to us a little bit about this. This is actually, uh, we're going to be partnering with them here on the channel and they're going to talk to us a little bit about the Trolls Golf Club and what it can bring for you as uh, golfers and some unique opportunities, I think, that are available in the space. So first off, gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming out and uh, thanks for talking to us about the golf club. Yeah, thank you for having us. Scott. So, we, we really appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. So um, as we're looking at this, a couple of things. Uh, I got my list of questions over here. So. Um, first off, let's talk a little bit about you guys as, as what are you guys, you guys aren't, you know, traditionally full-time, not in the golf space. You guys have other jobs, but now you're getting into the golf space, right? So yes. time to talk to us a little bit about what's your, how, how'd you get into golf? How do you get, uh, to where you're now making this venture and making this big push to be a part of the golf space? Sure. Uh, I I'll start and I'll kick it over to Dan somewhere in the middle and he can, he can close it out for us, but. I really got involved playing golf uh, as a kid. I, I probably started playing around eight or 10 years old. And that was me going to the driving range and, and slapping the bag on the cart with my dad, driving around, hitting hitting shots, not very well. Uh, that progressed through high school and into college. And then I really started taking golf more seriously, uh, probably in the last four or five years, getting a swing coach and, and trying to improve my game. Uh, I caddied from 12 years old to about 20. Um, so a good eight, eight years, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. My memory is fuzzy. So I've been involved in the golf course club, private club space, uh, for a long time, just really being on the, the staff side and the caddy side, um, with, with less exposure to the operations and things like that. So yeah. I really got started playing golf at a young age, but started taking it a lot more seriously here in the past few years. Sweet. Sweet. 
And Danny, how about, you? about you, Dan? Oh man. Um, I think, let's see, the earliest memory of golf for me was being way up North, uh, in South Boardman, Michigan. It's a tiny little, little, uh, city that's outside of, uh, Traverse city where my grandparents lived and they had, uh, an empty lot in the road and then just a huge field over, over next to him. And, uh, just, taking swings with my grandpa, him showing us how to, you know, hit the golf balls and he would pipe them across the thing. And he's like, all right, guys, get out there and get them, you know, with the like golf picker up, ball picker up or things, you know, that has the like long tube on it and it collects them in. So, um, that was the earliest probably, uh, that I had remembered, you know, golf as, as a child, I grew up kind of playing, uh, jack of all trades, hockey, soccer, baseball, golf was always like what I got to do with the friends in the summer, you know? Yeah. Uh, after mm-hmm. swimming lessons was done and kind of moved on. And then I didn't really pick it up uh, seriously until, or not seriously, but, you know, more frequently until college and after college and getting in the business world. Um, there's a cohesiveness, you know, that goes with, you know, yeah. moving on the course. So uh, naturally it was a good fit. And, uh, and surprisingly enough, you know, Josh and I had met uh, through business um, in our, our current day job. So Josh is a, uh, highly skilled salesman and uh i'm just a middle of the run you know loud mouth guy that that buys things and says i'm gonna need that cheaper thank you and give me mm-hmm. he's, a good, he's a good wheeler and dealer don't, yeah don't let him, Yo, we don't always got to have that that they got to be in the group of friends right you always got to have yeah, the wheeler yeah. and dealer dan, oh, dan is so. dan is notorious for the the friend tax so yeah. if you're if you're making bets or if you owe somebody, you, you might get shorted a penny or two <laughs> in a Venmo or something. I like it. I like it. I like it. So you guys have both, you're kind of, you know, your experience into golf is around like the the camaraderie side and the friend side and mm-hmm. definitely on the more I guess you would say recreational side of the game. And and I guess as even as I've getting older, like that's where I'm going with it too. I don't, I compete a little bit still, but it's more about, Hey, I want to go enjoy time with my friends. I want to, you know, maybe go travel a little bit and uh, you know, kind of enjoy those opportunities that golf, you know, can afford us. Right. That's seems fair. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that, that really, to me, that's what golf has always been. I've mm-hmm. never been, a scratch golf, right? I'm really close to getting into single digits and I'm working really hard to, <laughs> to get to the nine handicap. Yep. I flo- I'm floating like 11 to 13 recently, but there we go. Um, I, it's always been fun for me, even when I'm not playing well, if I've got a good group of buddies that I'm out there with it, it, it is about that commodity. And then it's about the, the competition between just the foursome yeah. or if it's two v two or cart versus cart or however that works. Um, so it, it's, less about the competition more about the community aspect. well and golf is inherently competitive too right just you like you said yeah. you're just competing to try to beat your handicap goal right so mm-hmm. um so that's interesting we're gonna be leading in that kind of gives us a good insight of you know what trolls golf club is but before we get to trolls golf club and that specifically you know we're gonna be talking about some things that again i i'm fairly new to um which is going to be crypto and you know nfts right and i've heard of these things i've you know i've kind of i probably have a lot of the same questions that a lot of people have but uh i guess let's start with those topics so before i guess we go to nft we got to start with what is crypto right absolutely 
Okay. Uh, so I'll I'll start with the the big bad Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bitcoin's been around now for about ten years, a uh, little over ten years. I think the anniversary was earlier this year. Um, and and basically, what you can think about cryptocurrency is if you have a bank account, um, every transaction that you make on that bank account is categorized in a ledger of a debit or a credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Bitcoin did was take a bank ledger concept and move it to open source and made every transaction connect to the previous one. So everybody that's involved on the blockchain uh, has the ability to go and look at the previous transactions. Now, all those transactions are anonymous, so you're not really going to be finding who is making these transactions. But what it is, it's, it's a link between each transaction. And how that happens is there's a cryptographic code that is solved for each one Bitcoin that is released into the market. So there's computers running these algorithms to solve math problems. And once that math problem is solved, a new uh, Bitcoin, one new Bitcoin is generated. And that happens at a different rate over time. So it started out that it they made more per um, time that, that, that math problem has happened. And then it halves every time uh, that... It, it hits a new. Level. I think. I think and, the bigger point be, besides the security and the open ledger, right, is that uh, there's a finite amount of Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's like you know, there's a limited supply. Unlike your traditional banking system right now with the Fed, right? Yeah. They just keep printing more and more and more right. money, right? So as you know, everything takes a hit and and inflation goes up, right? The value of your dollar goes down. So mm-hmm. having a finite supply of something, it's more secure, like a, a gold, you know, per se, because right. in theory, there's a limited amount of gold, or at least that we can access that we've known of. So that's right. kind of the, the digital gold of Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, furthermore, there's been many, many, many different altcoins and, and varieties of coins that have been created for different purposes. Right. Uh, the one that we've chosen to use for our project is Ethereum, yeah, uh, which allows for smart contracts to be built uh, and then leveraged visually as pictures or everyone's favorite, you know, subject the JPEG. Right. Um, yeah, you know that's that's how it's visually represented. But uh, what we've done is take that that JPEG and that smart contract and actually uh, mirrored that up with uh, access that we have within our network. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you are able to to plug in and, and utilize. So, so then that that JPEG that so, is the NFT, yeah, essentially, yeah. right? And, yeah. And so the 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 word on the street for people that aren't involved in crypto or aren't involved in NFTs, they would say, "Well, I can just take my phone and go take a screenshot of mm-hmm. that uh, NFT, and now I own that NFT or have that NFT." But in reality. That is not how it works because the image, while it has value and is important to the NFT, it really isn't the meat of what that non-fungible token represents. What it represents is the code behind the picture and what it actually does. So in some cases, an NFT is most certainly just a picture, but in other scenarios, it, it has real world utility. Um, something yeah. like Trolls Golf Club would be an example, or uh, to give you a very popular example, 
Uh, Gary Vanderchuk, Gary V, as, as mm-hmm. most people on the street know him, uh, he's huge in the NFTs, and he has an NFT called Flyfish Club. And Flyfish Club is an NFT that you purchase, and then you can go to this restaurant. I believe it's in New York. Um, and the only way to go eat at that restaurant is by owning this NFT. Right. So you're going to get a great experience, but to to go at, eat at that restaurant, you have to own this NFT or acquire it through other means if somebody were to lease it to you or something like that. Yeah. So this is where it actually started to make more sense to me is the NFT world. Like, I'll be honest, when for, and the first iterations of nfts came out of like you know it was always like crypto kitties or like whatever like basketball clips right or whatever it was it's yeah, like all yeah, right yeah. hot shots yeah, oh, hot shots. yeah yeah it's yeah. like all right i yeah. own My this like, you gotta Le- get on hot shots yeah i own shots. this lebron <laughs> dunk clip or whatever and i'm like well i can yeah. just i i can watch it right here i can go right? look at it <laughs> right so like that for i was like i think that's where a lot of people look at it and like oh this is what it is but as you're saying now, it's you can actually have some sort of asset tied to it. So you're saying that's the contract side of it. So it's like, hey, you own the yeah. the NFT, <laughs> but that actually is a contract now for a certain good or service or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of different applications coming out, right? So, like mm-hmm. you said, like an asset, you can actually do physical assets. So I know there's there's projects out there and people are doing it where they're getting like mega vaults, right? And people yeah. have these these watches are 10, 20, 30, 50, $100,000. They can actually go put this physical watch in this vault, have an NFT of it, and then say I'm out there and I'm big balling. And I, I was like, I'm going to gamble you this NFT, right. you know, versus whatever you got. And I lose, I send it to you. You could then contact the company, plug that in. And then gotcha. next thing you know, you, you could know, go pick up the watch, right? Watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And, so and we're, we're yeah. really in the early infantile stage of what NFT potential is, mm-hmm. right? Think about it as the internet in the 90s around the dot-com bubble mm-hmm. when everybody's going crazy about the internet but doesn't know how it works or what it can do or what the potential is. That's really where we are because NFTs have so much power and they give power back to the individual and really take it away from the corporation, I can see a future where you're doing your home contract. If you built your home, the other day, you you can make your home an NFT, and then when you want to sell your house, you just sell the NFT for whatever value that you think that your house is worth, and then that person owns that house. And then guess what? The next time that that house is sold, because it's that NFT on the blockchain, the original builder or the original person who who own that house is going to get a percentage of the sale of the secondary sale. Um, And that's a cool part about NFTs is in perpetuity, the creators are able to receive um, a portion of the sale. Gotcha. So, so actually a funny, funny note on that, right. I was actually talking to a a guy that did bankers insurance and like, I've never bought a home. Um, I've always just been donating my money to somebody, you know what I'm saying? But uh, when you buy a house, there's like uh, an insurance that you have to pull off to make sure that there's no liens on it. So that's a, that's a person's job, right? To like go and do the research. So like once you put this thing on the blockchain, like that eliminates that whole person's role yeah. because it's already validated that you're the full, full off, you know, owner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now that the, the NFT game is, there's a lot of potentials going with it. This is kind of where you guys came in with 
trolls, right? As all right, we're yeah. going to take this into a golf idea. So tell us a little bit about what is Trolls Golf Club? Uh, I guess kind of the big picture of what it is. Sure. So high level Trolls Golf Club is similar to a, a timeshare uh, in the in the sense that you are investing into Trolls Golf Club and as a return, you get to go play at high-end public courses that maybe cost three, four, five hundred dollars a person per round, or exclusive private clubs across North America uh, for now, and, and the plans are to expand that. So that's the very high level. It's a timeshare style. You buy in, you get limited access uh, a couple of rounds per year that are included with your membership uh, across the country. And each one of those tokens, uh, each one of those NFTs represents a foursome. So anybody that were to buy one NFT would be able to bring three friends with them uh, when they're going to play on one of these trips. Okay. So is that what the when you and we'll get into the levels and stuff but you sign up you get that you pay your you do the transaction to get the nft and then right away not only do you own the nft but you are getting a uh you're essentially getting a round included before a foursome in that that hey i'm I'm already paid up at whatever club i'm going to and i show up and we're good to go is that it's it's not going to be immediate um yeah. so it'll be uh our our sale starts on November 11th right we'll have a pre-sale that starts on November 4th uh we will have some of our access starting in January uh okay. for the more temperate climates you know Florida Arizona yeah. places like that where you can play year round uh but a majority of our course partners are are up in that northeast region the midwest yeah. things like that so those those that access won't start until May yeah, uh, when the weather gets a little bit better, but, but they still, when it does come time, they that's the essentially the idea, right? Like, so hey, yeah. there's immediately once you buy this, it's not like oh hey, I've got a, you know, this NFT, I'm actually getting value for it right off the bat. Where yeah. I've hey, I've got a foursome in the bank of like hey, I can go play this place, and you know, so if we think about you know some of the clubs, and you told I'm, I've you've told me a few of them, I mean these are going to be you know possibly eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollar foursomes at some of these places right. that you're, you're just getting right off the bat. Yes. Sweet. Yes. So uh, let's say Pete Dye golf club out in Bridgeport, West Virginia. Uh, that is, is one of our partners. And, and that's depending on who you're, you're talking to, it's, it's definitely on the top hundred list. It could be 50, it could be 80, it could be 35 and, and it's ranked. Sure. Right. Um, yeah. And all of those positions. I've heard of it and I want to badly play it. So I, I know it's very, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, You've got Pete Dye over here on the East Coast. You've got Van Dunes over here on the West Coast. They're all the rolling hills and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've partnered with us. So for, for that round, um, it would be a foursome. Uh, might be included uh, for some, but there, there might also be a, a pay-to-play round there because of the higher level. So right. with our super higher echelon partners, uh, there will still be a fee to play, but with our, you know, medium level courses uh and our public courses those will all be free rounds to our uh members yeah so i I get you're saying yeah so what's what's nice here so just again trying to keep it for i know that we're throwing a lot of stuff at people but essentially you're getting into a golf club you are getting a membership with trolls golf club i think that's important to say right you're not becoming a member at a 
private club or something like that. Correct. Um, Correct. But that is going to give you, you know, you purchase this NFT, uh, mm-hmm. you get access now to go play at certain clubs. Is it, do you get to play at every club on the list or is each NFT going to be a little bit different? Uh, going to kind of depend on which one you have. But that's, that's the fun part of NFTs, right? So <clears throat> the way we wanted to design this thing is that at baseline, we want to bring value in golf plus this welcome package that we're bringing on to the people that are are investing in us for this, what we wanted to call proof of concept, the beta, you know, beta mm-hmm. series year. You know, we wanted to prove ourselves out operationally, you know, that, you know, that we're legit as a company. So at baseline versus other projects that you see, it's kind of a wish and a hope and a dream. Hey, give us your money. We're going to go do that. We wanted to flip the script. Let's, let's get agreements in place, letters intent that says, Hey, um, you know, we're going to have these deals in place. You buy these things. We're going to deliver you the value, you know, for this 2023 golf season out the gate. And then furthermore, you know, if you believe us as in us as a team and as a company, um, that investment uh, for this, you know, next series, the 2024 season, uh, after we give this proof of concept is to increase the, the size of, of course courses in our portfolio um, and then regionalize it so that uh, people have an opportunity to kind of pick and choose, you know, where they'd like to be playing golf at from a region. So um, I guess to back up originally, originally to one of your questions on the concept, Josh, Josh had called me one night after a dream and started talking about, hey, you know, hey, I got onto these golf courses. Um, I'm already spending $2,000, $5,000 a year to go play with my friends flying around the country. Like, why? Why can't we figure out how to make this a better experience? And uh, kind of through the group think of of NFTs and like the GPOs. Uh, mm-hmm. like, so I, I do procurement. That's like it stands for Global Purchasing Organization. Basically, it's where you're pooling a bunch of companies' monies uh, and to to go after spend in a certain category, right? So we're taking that with people that are golfers that. You know, they, they want to play golf. They want to play golf with their friends. They're, you know, they, they can't afford to get in at a country club. Uh, you know, they don't have that type of money. But if if they do have that kind of money to spend to go travel somewhere, why not accelerate that experience by playing in a course that you would normally have to have, you know, a stack full of cash to get into? Right. Right. And and to, to look, loop back to that original question, uh, the original beta 777 so we'll have 777 memberships. There will be two tier levels. So there mm-hmm. will be a base tier of 555 members and a premium tier of 222 members. Uh, the price points there are 2,500 and 5,000. Mm-hmm. And then with that, it's kind of a, a, a random luck of a draw. Each NFT is going to be tied to a course in the beginning. Uh, so if we go six months into next year, it's June or let's say July or August when every course is available to play and we see that not everybody is capitalizing on the rounds that they have, we will free up plays for other individuals and and tag them into their NFT. So originally, let's say you mint this in November, uh, you have two rounds that are assigned to two specific courses for one NFT. Um, And then we get to August of next year and that person didn't use either of those two rounds that they have. Uh, They still have the ability to use those two rounds, but we might open those plays up 
to other people that might take advantage uh, sooner before the end of the year. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when you are going to get these uh, mints going, so again, 11, you said November 4th is the pre-sale. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I think some of the big questions that people have around NFTs that I know I have um, is, you know, it sounds, I guess, risky. I would be the say, you know, the kind of the, sure. the, I guess the prevailing, I guess. Yeah. I, don't know if it's I mean, a it's, a whatever, right? it's, a, it's a moving, moving target right. at all times. Right. And, and if so you've done crypto, you know, that too, it's, it's yeah. always moving. Yeah. So, so I've, I've got a great example in the golf space and this is a totally unplugged. It's just somebody that I follow. I'm not even invested in them, but the buckets club, by Melbourne Golf is a great example of an NFT that just sustains its value. Those mm-hmm. the uh, holders and and the cool part about NFTs is the value is is whatever the person that holds it thinks that the value of it is. And so the the power is really with the individual because you can certainly uh, panic and say I'm just going to. I bought this and I actually didn't really want it. So I'm going to sell it for dirt cheap just so somebody takes it off my hands. Right. That happens all the time. Uh, but with the, the buckets club with these Melbourne golf folks, all of their holders uh, are pretty committed to the project. They're pretty committed to what the value is. And so their price point uh, to buy in has remained flat or, or increased uh, over time. So I, I think that there is space in to alleviate some of that risk. NFTs are risky. I'm not here to tell you that they aren't. I'm here to tell you that the reason that I started this uh, endeavor is because I actually lost a lot of money on a couple of NFTs that I bought into that performed really well for like three weeks and then tanked uh, basically to to worthless, right? So, and, and as Dan was saying earlier, what happens is you give these people their money and they sell you this hope and this prayer they're going to do something with it. So we wanted to do the exact opposite and come to the table with tangible value in the beginning, right. understand. And we hope that our audience here understands that once we launch our, our plan is to continue to grow, not to just stop uh, because we all mm-hmm. work full-time jobs and we all want to quit our full-time jobs yeah. and, and really uh, move into doing this uh, as something, not only just a passion, but as a, as a career moving forward. Well, and, and you said that you get a, a foursome every year. Is that correct? Yeah. At, at baseline. At right? baseline. So like these, these, the front thing of NFTs is the traits, right? Or like the eyes, your hair, the background color, um, the repeating backgrounds, there's different things that we assign within the, the, the program to right. different discount rates with our partners. Um, you can win trips. You can you can win um, you know, right uh, times off simulators. You can assign some different things to that well, matter. Well, and how I think it's awesome and what's exciting is, and I think a great opportunity is that you know this is you get in like you know the golf club, uh, and I believe we talked about this prior, but uh, the golf club. Uh, I know of a few of them that I've inquired to, right. Of like, Hey, I want to join a golf club, go get some access to play courses. And so like that idea is not new, but Mm -hmm. what that idea is typically is, all right, I'm going to pay my membership fee of, you know, some of them are 600, some are a thousand dollars. And all that gets you is, all right, now you can actually go pay your 
$250 right. per player yeah. to go play. Right. right? And That's so I need to get in the yeah. door to still, which, which we will certainly have some of that. We're, we're not sure. Sure. That yeah. That's not a part of this, but, but, it's not the primary goal. Yeah, well, right. But then, but and this one is different because you can, it's you, you get into the trolls golf club, you got your investment and then it's like, all right, Hey, I'm going to, I, if I keep this year after year, it's just, I mean, I'm getting more and more for that investment. I don't have to, you know, it's not just, Hey, I paid that membership fee and it is gone. You know, it's just gone. Yeah. And, and, and to, to clarify, so each year, there, there is a potential for an annual fee that okay. will be less than the initiate the the initiation okay. fee or the mid fee. Yeah. So the mid fee twenty five hundred or five thousand. The annual fee. So on the on the second year, uh, it would be a thousand dollars or less. Uh, we're doing some things to offset that throughout the year, uh, and and our goal is to actually eliminate an annual fee completely. But without knowing what we don't know at this time. All of the partnerships and the the courses that we've made deals with uh, require annual fees, just like a, a regular membership would that, right. that we need to cover as well. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, and then, as you said, the if you know, so let's say you you purchase it, you get a, one of the mints um, coming up. You do it for two years, and then that's kind of on you. There's a there's an opportunity there too, possibly where. Um, somebody you can then release that or sell that. Uh, what are some of the ways they can handle that variability? I guess uh, going forward, great. That's great, great question because I kind of wanted to circle back to that. Um, yeah. The variability, right, of, of both that asset price and the price of crypto, right? So there's two variables there. <clears throat> the one thing that I would like to tell potential consumers is that the way we structured the business, right, is basically straight PL. So as soon as we bring in the money, we're paying off everything to cover everything that we've promised right out the gate. From that point forward, right, your price is set in at whatever you bought it in and whatever the market dictates it to be. Okay. So we're going to set the market price at the in U.S. dollars. So whatever it is at that day is what that will be for the mint price going forward. Mm -hmm. Now, you could go and use some of, you know, say you get you get two rounds depending on the round, you know, so you get six rounds. So you only use a couple of those. Now you could go and resell that. And at that, maybe the price people will start to trust in our company, right? The value of the NFT could go up, but then also you have variability in the Ethereum market as well. Right. right. So nobody knows where it's going to go. I mean, we believe in the technology. We think it's the right. future. So, you know, obviously we're optimistic that it's going to go up and we're, you know, hopefully hitting it at the right spot in the dip. But, um, we want to just provide, you know, right out the gate to, to consumers. Right. We're going to, even if it went to zero, the technology still exists, right? Right. And, and that's going to give you access to our website to allow you to book your courses yeah. um, and, and get you all the giveaways. And, and, and there's some gamification stuff that we didn't really get into. But yeah, all, all of that won't, won't go away no, no matter what the price of, of Ethereum is. Gotcha. Okay. So... Let's uh I think we've covered quite a bit there. Yeah, um, there, there's a lot in <laughs> the process. So we're hopefully gonna I mean the goal is hopefully get people interested and get people excited like I am when when I talked with you guys. I had seen you guys on social and all that, and I was like, what, what is this? Um if people want to get involved with trolls, um the website's trollsgolfclub.com, correct? Or, 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 or I.O. Or I.O. Yeah. 
It'll point you back to IO, which yeah. is the base site. Okay. Um, and then they can find out information and that's where they can inquire and about if they're interested in getting one of these first mints coming up. Yeah. So everybody who's listening, uh, if you're interested, I would encourage you to go to our website. There is a ton of information. There are a ton of FAQs about crypto, about MetaMask that we didn't get into, but MetaMask is the digital wallet. That is what you'll need to process mm-hmm. this transaction. You'll be able to buy with a credit card, or if you're into crypto, you can buy with Ethereum. So those are your two options for our, our folks that aren't into crypto. We wanted to make it easy for them to pay with a credit card. Mm-hmm. Uh, go and hit the request allow list button, put your name in, uh, if you don't have a MetaMask wallet, there should be a link to, to show you how we would like for you to share that with us. And then put that you were listening to Scott Hogan's podcast in the comments. Uh, that will get you on our allow list. And then we'll actually be giving uh, Scott a, a discount code or a preferred rate code. Uh, so for the first 20 folks that, that use that uh, discount code or, or preferred rate code on the Mint, uh, they'll actually receive $500 off of either the baseline or the premium level troll. And then you'll also get a, an additional gift that's a co-branded uh, apparel item uh, of Scott and, and uh, the Trolls Golf Club. So again, that's trollsgolfclub.io or .com. Uh, request allow list, type in your name, add your MetaMask, and say that uh, Scott Hogan sent you. That's uh that's awesome. So very exciting stuff. I'm, uh, I talk about it all the time, but I love like when we're shaking up the golf world cause golf needs it. So, uh, yeah. very, very cool stuff, guys. Thank you for coming on and, uh, you know, giving us a lot of information, you know, and a lot of stuff, <laughs> you know, I I've been at it for a little bit and there's so much I still am learning. So I've learned a ton just talking Me to you too. guys here for these half hour. Right. And so yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's interesting stuff, but I mean, I think a lot of opportunity. I, I just did one of these trips that you're talking about uh, where I was fortunate enough to get access, but still had to pay like the guest fees and stuff. I mean, just off of that trip alone, uh, it's almost worth it right off there just uh, for yep. being able to do that. That, right? was our, that was our thought. Right. Like one, I've, one trip should really cover you, maybe two. Right. Um, it's yeah, it's and it's you get to play these courses, they're they're bucket list trips and uh and uh stuff you won't forget. So uh yeah. So guys, uh anything else you want to add or um that I missed or I think we enough to get people started. Yeah, if you have any questions, reach out. Um <clears throat> Discord, which was never really talked about. That's kind of what the NFT people use. Yeah, yeah. DMs on any platform, you know, shoot them. You know, either if you want to find them through you, Scott, you point up point out. Yeah, yeah. People can definitely um, comment or send me messages on social, Instagram, all that stuff, and uh we can get them to you guys too. So um yeah, I think very exciting stuff. Really excited to hear about it and see where this goes and see how it works out for you. So I'm excited for you guys and I'm wishing you guys good luck with it too. So we'll be uh we'll be working together and uh, excited to see how it goes. So, um, you you got it guys. So thank you guys for joining on. Thanks everybody for tuning in. And, uh, we will, uh, see you next time on this. Uh, we're going to have more live streams coming up, so make sure you tune in. And if you're not a subscriber, make sure you click that subscribe button. All right. So there you have it. That is Trolls Golf. Thank you again to Josh and Danny for joining us on the podcast and talking about it. Uh, Really cool stuff. Really interesting that, hey, there's a golf membership that you can 
potentially make money off of, uh, but at the very least, you get to hold on to it, be able to, you know, if you keep it for years, you can, in theory, make uh, a decent, you know, return on it just in the golf that you're getting. So I think that's the interesting part about it. So uh, if you have any questions about it, you can make sure you hit us up on social media at Scott Hogan Golf uh, on Instagram, Facebook, all that. Or if you want to check out Trolls Golf, they have their social media as well. Just Trolls Golf Club on all the major platforms. And then uh, you can also head over to trollsgolf.com or trollsgolf.io and you can get the information. And like they said, you can get that request quest in so um we will have the promo code with them make sure you're following us on social media if you're interested and uh yeah really really cool stuff i love when they're shaking up the golf world a little bit with doing things a little differently so if you have questions you know what to do leave a comment and again click that subscribe button if you're not a subscriber already thanks everybody for tuning in this has been the legion of birdies podcast i'm scott hogan thanks for listening